I grew up, I think, with a lot of tradition. The last few years, I don't put as much stock in all of that. It doesn't feel as comforting anymore. All that stuff started to feel very heavy and old to me. And I just didn't want to be in that energy anymore. I guess I don't like the expectation that falls on a day like that because I just might not feel that great on that day, but I might feel great like the next day or like a random Tuesday. So I try not to put too much weight on a random day. These are practical conversations about real-life experiences with human design woven throughout, just like a tapestry of our human experience, but threaded in a new language. Featuring projector AC Brown, generator Rachel Lieberman, manifesting generator Jasmine Kenna, and me, your manifester, Vanessa Henry. Where we are right now, it's winter, a time when we lean on tradition to get us through the dark nights. For our ancestors, making it through that winter darkness was a challenge. And in 2020, that's really not so far off from our current reality. So combining the shifts of the pandemic with the transitions we're going through collectively as we enter a new age, it's really been a year to examine where we're putting our energy. We'll talk about what we still love to do, what we're ready to let go of, and how we're approaching creating new traditions in these wild times. You, me, We're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design-centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types. Traditions. We're talking about traditions today. And what is everybody's, like, what is everybody's traditions around, like, the wintertime? This time of year? New Year? Christmas? What does everybody do? What does everybody, what does everybody typically do? Because, like, I know this year it doesn't look how I, what it usually looks like for me. Well, I usually have a big, we, we have a really fun Christmas Eve. We do, um, I have both sides of the family. So ex-husband and his girlfriend, my mom, the girls, and we rent a little golf cart. We make a bunch of cookies and we drive around, um, like not really caroling, but playing our boom box speaker and, <laughs> and, our music. and our music and having maybe like a couple hot toddies. And the kids have their candy canes and their hot chocolate. And we just drive around to all of our friends' houses and drop off stuff for them and like do like a little like two minute visit and hop back in our golf cart and then go. And we're going to do that again this year. It'll probably be like a little bit let, it'll be more socially distant. Like we won't like to go in anybody's house or anything. And then I'm going to sleep over there this year. They bought a house. So I'm like, you guys can host. I usually host the Christmas, but I'm like, you can host the Christmas. Santa can come. Why not? It's going to be awesome. I'm not seeing anybody this year or anything, but we're just going to do like a drive around drop off uh, gifts to like the little cousins mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but we're really like, I we're not typically traditional with anything. And my kid is like this, just wants everything traditional. Do you know what I mean? He just wants like a sister, <laughs> his parents to be married. <laughs> like he just, you know, he just like wants all these like super traditional things. And then he's got these two weirdo parents who are like, nah, we're doing it. We don't do we do everything different. Um, like my kid doesn't, my kid knows Santa's not real. Mm. This was like, I used to talk about this and it was a big thing. And people were, I would get the angriest letters. I say letters, but like emails, yeah. angriest like feedback. Um, but he, he still gets so excited for Santa. He gets still so excited for Christmas, but he just knows it's a story. Like he just knows it's a character. But then everybody comes up to him like strangers, you guys. And it'll be like, um, were you a good boy? Were you a good or bad boy? What's the Santa bringing you? And it's just gross. It's just so gross. And so we have to always be like, 
talking to him about it because he gets so confused because like why is everybody asking me about this like mom? everyone's in on the lie or not in on the lie yeah like everyone yeah they're yeah. all like we're, we're buying this my kids I mean we have a we have a Santa lives in our hearts um they have asked me is Santa real or not I'm like I don't know Santa lives in my heart and it's magic and if you want to believe or if you want to receive you got to believe like we don't blaspheme here I love it. You know, like I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's the deal. Like we don't sell, we don't have any like Christmassy religious stuff going on. Us, yeah. We don't have any kind of religious stuff either. I, I just don't ever want to lie to him about anything. Like, because, because I know when I right. found out like everything was, was fake. I had, there was the trust break with my mom, you know? And yeah. now even like as a six, two, knowing that trust is such like a prominent theme and my partner's a six, two, I was just like, I want him to right. know that I'm a safe world, you know, like, Right. That no, I didn't lie to him about anything. He could, you know, do you know what I mean? I want him to be able to really right. come to me throughout his life and have that yeah. relationship and know that he can trust me that I'm gonna give give him the truth, even if it's sometimes hard, but I'll deliver it with some grace, I hope, as I go, you know? We'll see. We'll see how he turns out, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's great. I think it's great. And I also think it's great. Yeah, he might be like a super Santa with his kids, you know. He might be like, We're doing it. I'm like, I have all the like blow ups. Oh, well, he thinks of it like Halloween. He hates Halloween, though. He thinks it's scary and ridiculous. He doesn't understand that people want to do that. But he wants like a Santa suit because he like wants to dress up like Halloween. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, why not? I mean, yeah, do whatever you that want. Works. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. We don't um, – actually, for Thanksgiving this year, we ordered Chicago-style pizza, deep dish pizza. and That's huge in the States, hey? Like a delicious – Thanksgiving what? is like – it's like as big as Christmas in the States. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal. And we don't, I don't, none of us like turkey. And, and I'm like, I don't really feel like cooking for nine hours for people to like be a little lackluster about it. And it's like anticlimactic. And so I'm like, let's just order these pizzas. We made a big salad and we had pumpkin pie and pizza. Sounds great. And wine. That was good. We gave some of these little you know? two not so consistent throat people over here. We're like, wah, 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 wah. oh, never mind. <laughs> AC's on mute. Because the fire alarm is going up in her building. <laughs> oh. No problem, Easy Brad. Let's throw it to Rachel. Rachel, what do you, what do you, what actually, like, I know we kind of made this about like Christmas, but that's just because of the time of year. But what are, what do you feel about traditions in general? Um, I grew up, I think, with a lot of tradition, a lot of stability, like, especially around the holidays. Like, I think until I was 29. 28 29 29 I think I spent every single Christmas in my parents house with the same people and then that year I decided to go to a a silent meditation thing (laughs) over Christmas and New Year my family was like what (laughs) like they were Saturn return energy confused but I was like I just don't want to participate in this this year uh yeah I think like the last few years I don't put as much stock in all of that it doesn't feel as comforting anymore. I think it's just a, yeah, a star seed Aquarian age feeling, and the energy right now is nuts, hey? It is. All that stuff started to feel very heavy and yeah. old to me, and I just didn't want to be in that energy anymore. I guess I totally. don't like the expectation that falls on a day like that. Cause I just might not feel that great on that day, but I might feel great like the next day or like a random Tuesday. So I try not to put 
too much weight on a random day. I think that's great. I would have thought you loved traditions, AC. I um, actually love traditions. I'm looking forward to creating my own traditions, I think, because I've, after my grandmother passed, it was kind of like wonky, even though um, there are still traditions in the family. I just don't participate in them. I love them. I absolutely do. But I think it's time for me to create my own. It's time for me to create my own. Yes. Uh, I, okay. So I, I love that. I, I don't, I like the, the ceremony around traditions, you know, like I like the, I, I does feel special, but there are, what I'm coming to find is that traditions that were put in my reality when I was a kid don't always align with how I feel about things. And sometimes I feel forced and trapped by, let's say, society or even family members to uphold certain things. So I have to say, my mom is an Aquarius moon, Scorpio Aquarius moon, and she was she was really great about do whatever you want. Like she's you know, but when I had when I had two parents around, it was very much like there was a lot of tradition and a lot of tradition. Sometimes looking back, I'm realizing that was forced. And don't force anything on me, first of all, as a manifestor, not even a tradition. Um, but I threw out all traditions for a while because just as a reaction, like burn it all down and make my own. I don't, these are all shit, which I don't mm. think was correct. I don't think I should have done, but I was operating like a young th- third line, you know? And now it's like, well, I, I still see the specialness in traditions, but I would like to be the one to set yes. them or, you know, just establish them within yeah. people who feel like for family sure. to me. I mean, our family growing up you know? was the tradition was everybody gets together and then everybody gets in a huge fight. <laughs> and it was a disaster. It was always a disaster. And so when I had my own kids, I said, okay, well, holidays will be easy. Like, well, if we're going to, we used to open all of our Christmas presents on Christmas Eve and there were like 27 of us. And my grandmother would say, each person, youngest to oldest, has to open their gift. And we also look at it. Yeah. Well, you're sitting there with a bunch of little kids. And then go, ah, oh, sweater, great. And then, and then <laughs> we all have to look would, at it. It would take four yeah. hours, and then people would just start getting like either drunk or they'd <laughs> yeah. start getting so riled, like just crabby, and everybody's who didn't buy a present and who didn't. And I'm like, we're not doing any of that. Listen, we're just hanging out. It's easy. Open your gift. You just rip them all open at once. God bless. Good luck. Like, we don't, there's no pomp and circumstance around any of it. And I don't have to put any pressure on my kids to like, cooperate they i'm like they're not going to take a pic you know what i mean like just wear your pajamas and whatever you want pressuring yeah pressuring the kids oh it's so weird i hate it yeah i hate it Mm -hmm. i used to hate when everybody had to like watch me open a gift i hate it i hated that my kid loves that he's like watch me everybody look at me and i'm like "Ah, no ah." like you know and even even like even if i remember as a kid if it was like let's say my birthday or something i still was like I, i didn't like to be watched hated that still not a huge fan of that I don't like it either I do like a gift though I'm like bring it on what do you got in there love gifts you guys should have seen like the messages I was getting from people about gifts and and actually like when you're talking about on our love language episode people are so ashamed to say their gifts that's so weird like how how can you communicate properly if people are getting you like (laughs) raking your like you know beliefs (laughs) and you really want them to buy you something. And it was like, AC, I love your face because, oh. because yeah, who cares? It, the gift isn't about like you're wanting expensive things. It's yes. about like somebody thought about you. 
<laughs> right. And you package it up. It doesn't have to be something big. They can, somebody can package up like a pen, like my favorite pen. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing on earth. You're so right. You're so right. My relationship has changed since, since Derek admitted he loves gifts. Now I'm like, I'm buy, I'm gonna buy you everything, bro. So what are, what are some, what are some of everybody's, what's some of everybody's traditions they do right now that are kind of like rituals that are totally for yourself? Um, I would say for me, I mean, what's the staple since I was a kid, like as soon as November, like Thanksgiving hits, it's Jackson five Christmas album all day. That's probably it. Music can transport me to a time like you guys know Mariah Carey just makes like insane money just on that one Christmas song every she single year. She doesn't have to work again. Ever. ever. Never. She's out just fucking waiting for Christmas to come. We we look it up every year, like right before Thanksgiving. My oldest daughter will say, I wonder if how many downloads she has yet. And I'm like, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And it'll be like already like one billion. Was she number one this year or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think she's number one every year around Christmas. Oh, is it every year? Yeah, it's the best song. And now you start to see these little like celebrities who are like, okay, well, I gotta make the like a Christmas song because it's just a, it's a cash cow for the rest of my life. Like, there's an NSYNC one that I like. Do you know it? Does anybody know it? Maybe. I just know JC goes on a tear in it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jackson Five is some traditions, but but even not just like around the the holidays, like just traditions in general. Even what about? Rachel, what about you? What are some and Rachel, what about like the the Jewish your Jewish religions? Oh my god, your Jewish traditions. <laughs> well, did I you, already did you do anything? I already had this conversation with someone via text today, funny enough, but like I did not grow up with any of the Jewish traditions because my grandfather com- uh converted to Mormonism. So that's where I got Random. the name. That's yeah, random. that's that's how I got the name and the hair and all that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we don't really have any of the religion that just went away. And he was very, he was just like totally disconnected from his family after that because he moved to Utah from New York. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Do you Uh, know his design? I don't actually. He's probably Hmm. a sacral being, hard to say. Yeah. I should look it up. Uh, But. But what we did do, well, I thought these were normal things as a kid, but as I grew up, I was like, oh, this is totally like a weird Jewish thing. (laughs) Like we would always have locks and bagels on Christmas. I just thought that was like something everybody did. I can eat locks and bagels. It's so good. I grew up in, you know, in New York and, you know, very connected to the Jewish community. I'll just say that. Totally. Yeah. It's like, especially when you get to the East coast, cause I went to college on the East coast and all these people were like, wait, I've been telling people that I met someone with your name who isn't Jewish. And I was like, yeah. And then just like everyone just assumed I was Jewish. And I had like a few Jewish boyfriends and they were just, their families were just like, great. (laughs) You're in. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't care. They didn't really want to know the backstory. They're just like, "Ah, it's all good. (laughs) Yeah. My, I have first, I have first cousins who are Jewish and they um, were, they did, they were very like, ritualistic with their traditions and they would also then integrate in I guess Christmas do you know what I mean they would they would kind of do both um and then my mom when she remarried she married a Jewish guy and does he doesn't he's like "Ah, 
you know, but his daughters. Okay. So my two stepsisters, I have two younger sisters who are curious about it because it wasn't part of their life. And I, that I relate there because I'm, I have an Austrian background and don't my, my dad's passed away. I'm not really connected to that part of the family, the way that I was when I was young. And I do feel like very curious about where I come from on that side. Cause I know the whole French side, but what the culture was, what the stories were. And so I relate to my younger sisters where they're like, well, dad, tell us about what it's like, what we need to know about being Jewish, you know? And he's like, nah, like he just has no interest really, I guess. So yeah, they don't really, they just, they, they're, they celebrate Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Christmas. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know, but, but like, I don't, I'm not the one to ask. Like I have put flowers on my tree. I'm like, I don't want any of that traditional shit. My kid's like, mom, can we please, mom, can we please just put like a Mario star on top of the tree? I was going like, to do oh. that. I was oh. going to do that, but I don't have, well, oh man, you should see our tree. It's like, we went to this tree farm. So my partner, Alan, he's also not traditional, just lots of Aquarius energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one who started bringing a tree over here. I don't know if he would have done it. Maybe he would have, his kid wanted one. So as soon as I was here, I started bringing a little tree. But this year we went to this place and he just fell in love with this little Charlie Brown tree. That was oh, cute. Like a branch. So it was all flat <laughs> on the back, but it was going to go against the wall anyway. So I was like, this is fine. Sure. So we get it. And the guy's like, that's free. <laughs> we were like, okay. <laughs> Just take that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so we brought it home and it's so small that I didn't have to use kind of all the filler ornaments. And it literally just has like alien and space ornaments that I got. Like uh, so rock, you. a rocket <laughs> and it's like Love an it. astronaut and an alien in a flying saucer and a gold pyramid and all Star these things tree. that I got. Exactly. And then my mom it. was like very upset that it didn't have like the top of it that probably should have been cut is like literally three feet tall. So it looks really crazy. My mom brought over this. She's very traditional. So she was bothered that we didn't have a star for it. So she brought this like paper stop paper round. People get thing. bothered by this. Yeah, they get well, really bothered. She's very bothered who cares? By yeah. when I do yeah. these things. And she made me put it up there. And then it kind of looked like that. Uh, like Venus flytrap thing from Mario that eats you because it was like kind of top yeah, yeah. heavy. And I can like see it right now. Thing on top. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a little disturbing. And Alan immediately was like scared of it. Like he was just like <laughs> eyeing that thing. Like, I don't know. I don't like that. But I was It'll like, oh, it's kind of cute. And then I came down a few days later and it just like wasn't on there. So I think <laughs> so. I think it was removed by him because it was too scary. <laughs> Oh my, God, I my love mom, it. my mom doesn't do a tree at all. My market's mom, you know, she's like, no, it's like I like my space the way I like my space. She used to do it when we were kids, but then when we moved out, she was like, "Fuck that, I'm not doing that anymore." I kind of thought she would start again when she had grandkids, but nope. She's like, no, I don't. That whole thing, like my mom is my mom as she's eight, she's a one three Rachel, and I always think of you, and I'm like trying to understand the way she does things, and it's I just learned so much about her literally just by listening to you talk about your experience with as a one three. Anyway, she just, she just could care less. You know, she's just like, I like my space the way it is. Now everybody's in lockdown. She's like, I don't have to perform at all. And so she's really just this, like, as she's matured, she cares less and less about the performance of everything, you know, and she doesn't like gathering and she does. She's so she's just like, she's one three. She's here for a personal, you know, her personal experience and she's market. So she's picky as heck and she's in, she's indirect. 
So she's also just like a little nighttime <laughs> creative old lady now, you know, and she's just like, no, I'll just, I'll just make knit uh, trees and people can just have that. She loves I love that. Like, well, that's yeah. kind of cool, yeah. mom, do whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I Jasmine, what's, that. what are some of your traditions? Not necessarily Christmas related or anything, mm. but. Oh, I have, a, I have great birthday traditions for, um, for myself and for the girls. We have birthday breakfast. So I, every, for every kid we have, I have been using the same birthday hat and, um, it's like this little pink, white, like a little marabou feather one. They've had it since they were born and there's one. So they each wear it. And then I decorate the whole kitchen with balloons and glitter. And then we have all the presents are there. I wrap them all up and then it's beautiful. And then in the morning they wake up and it's happy birthday. You get to open your presents. You get to start your day however you want. And have whatever you want to eat. It's really fun. I love I did it. That, I did that for my kid this year with, cause lockdown his birthday yeah. and he loved that. Like so the house just for him. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. They love it. And I think like the way yeah. I have always thought about it is growing up, I always felt like my mom was like the day of my birthday saying, so what do you want to eat tonight? Or what do you want to, what do you, you want mean? for your birthday? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's like four o'clock on my birthday. Like there's no there's no prior planning like happening. We're just deciding right now. So for mm-hmm. them, I'm like, I'm getting this out of the way to de- like in the morning. And then you're just all set. You can just like go forth and have the best day or do whatever you want with your day. And there's no more pressure from like, you don't have to do anything else as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So we do that. And then I, on my birthday, wake up really, really early, no matter what. And I use up all my whole day, my whole time doing whatever I want to do. It's I like, I'm like up at like five in the morning. I'm like, it's my birthday and I'm going to like eat what I want. I'm going to go to the beach alone and I'm going to read a book and I'm going to go get a massage. I got like a steam shower two years ago and just spent my whole day like luxuriating. Don't talk to anybody. Just walk around feeling sexy and happy. Yeah, it's good. It's good. A little bit of a, little bit of a pivot here then thinking about like traditions, rituals. I'm lately like craving an altar. It's something it. I like notice. Like I used to like have that, but now that I've just moved, I'm like, I just want a space, a, a, a designated space where I can be intentional with things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm craving this like in- intentionality. I don't, you know, like yeah, maybe more aware about things, but like more intentional with what I want to call in. And I'm realizing how I really need, I've become so visual post Saturn return. I always was kind of visual, but like, if it's not right in front of me, I just don't get to it. I forget it. Like I need things out and around me. And now I feel like with an altar, it'll help make me like intentional. And Jasmine, you, like, I was so inspired when you were like, oh, here's my um, Aphrodite altar mm-hmm. and you know this yeah. or I, I want to say you had a Jupiter one where you're calling mm-hmm. in different things and I was just like I, that used to be my world and I've really gotten away from it since going into human design really gotten away from it and I miss it it's it feels like a craving lately are you gonna do it so, I, I, well, I feel like I have to but I have two altars you do hey like yeah, I'm always into that can you tell me how you experience your altar like what your whole vibe is around it what how you use it so I have one that's dedicated to my ancestors, my grandmother Beautiful. and people have passed. And then I have one where I do like working on like hoodoo work on. And so I use I do use both of them, but the ancestor one is more 
like just concentrated on things that my grandmother loves, all that stuff. Um, And it's on something that she actually owned. So uh, a piece of furniture. And then my working altar is just a mix of just whatever I'm calling it at the time, I'll go and get the particular supplies and things like that and use that and do the the ritual that I want to do. What does everybody else do? Rachel, you must have an altar. Yeah, I have kind of a space where I can make an altar when I need to, but I don't have one all the time. But if there's something that I'm focused on, I'll make it there and then put it away when I'm done. And then, yeah, wait until the next one. I definitely have... I've had like little baskets, even when mm-hmm. I was living in the motorhome, like I had a little a magic drawer, you know, and I'll have it in little baskets so that I can like take it out and, you know, like assemble it wherever, because I know when my kid was young, I didn't like to have stuff just out because I didn't want him to come and, you know, he wasn't really a grabby little guy, but I just mean, I sometimes find crystals and tarot cards like in his room. Yeah. I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> these little cards under his bed. And I'm just like, how oh, did he get into, you know, or he's got like, yeah, anyway, so. I like the idea of putting it away, but now that I have like an office with a door, uh, my own designated space, I feel like the space itself can become intentional and, you know, um, but I just, I, I, for some, for some reason, there's this part of me that wants to like toss out tradition, even though like listening to AC talk about the sacredness of ancestors and everything like that, I'm drawn to that, but I don't have that in my reality. I don't have that type of relationship or even awareness, like with my culture and, it is a, like a yearning. And I, so, for, so for me, it's like, we'll make your own traditions, make your own mm-hmm. rituals to, to feed something. I also have an undefined G center though. So I feel like that plate that plays oh, into it. Is, are you, is yours a mirror? Is yours totally open? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Now I got to go think about that. Ah! <laughs> you know, oh, part of my process, go away and think about things. I'm not always aware what people are doing for their like personal. We don't always show that. Some people really do, but I'm not always aware of what everybody else is doing. And so much of my learning is by observing how the other like creates ceremony, creates ritual, creates tradition in a way that feels good. I have to emphasize like when it's forced Mm. on you and it's not resonating, that is, I find quite disruptive and conditioning, but like my, like I had, I had the same upbringing as my sister. She's so traditional. Like she craves that tradition. She wants things like a certain way. And she's, she, her partner's Italian. So they have all their Italian traditions and which are very strict, you know, like Italian culture can be quite strict. Um, and I sometimes think like we were raised the exact same with the, through the same experience. And how could we be so different about tradition? Like down to like meals, she wants to cook for certain things, you know, like, yeah. People get great pleasure from that. And great I just pleasure. don't at all. I have no interest in it. And I also don't, I think it's like what Rachel was saying. It's like the expectation, yeah. you know, I don't like tradition equals expectation for me. And now it's, this is like performative. And I think that they, that it's supposed to equal ceremony ritual. Like we're honoring something, but it doesn't honoring. turn into, mm-hmm. it's not that. Yeah. And then Sloss I'm like, that. this doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really represent me. And really truthfully, for me, it's like, I want to be like, especially like the big holidays or whatever. Like I, I don't want to be stressed out. Like I want to be, I'm here, I'm present for this. I'm with these people that I love, not people that I'm dreading to go see, not like my obligations. That I have to go do this weird shit that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what traditional traditions feel like. AC, what are you planning to do this year for the holidays? Sleep. 
sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's probably it. No, um, I was thinking about probably on New Year's. There's a restaurant I love in DC, but they're having like indoor seating, which is weird. And I'm like, no, but they're doing a takeout um version. So I might just go and get that takeout dinner and um maybe like a bottle of brute with it that you can do this whole thing and then go pick it up. I'll probably do that most That's likely. sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably do that. I'm gonna start a little chat up then. I'm like, hi AC, what are you doing? Where's your brute? Where's your brute, AC? No brute. <laughs> I have no idea what a brute is. It's champagne. It's champagne. Shit. So sometimes I feel like, am I just naive and don't know, or is it just because I'm Canadian? I don't know. <laughs> I call it brute because it's, I don't know why I don't call it champagne. I just call it brute. Well, the brute is the extra dry, right? It's yeah. Like a specific mm-hmm. kind of champagne. Yeah. I yeah. Do. I'm like, listen, I got you. Yeah. Jasmine just knows the whole thing. <laughs> Well, it's like bartender stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that sounds like fun. We don't, our town is, we have a curfew on New Year's. So we're going to be like buttoned up by 10 PM here. And so, but that's in the city. And then, so everyone's like, but the County, which is like, I live like right on the edge of the city and the County, they're like, the County bars will be open. And I'm like, I don't, I feel like the idea is that they don't want people out. So I don't know if I'm going to break the rules. But there will probably just be a million house parties that people are still just doing a bunch we're, of We still have a, a, an intense lockdown where I am. Like, we're not even allowed to, like, associate with others still. It's been really. Mm-hmm. We got nothing it's like, like that here. two-year household. We have a mask yeah. mandate, and that's it. Well, this feels like a year to be open-minded about new types of traditions and establishing new things. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types. <laughs>